Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to Fillory. And wow, we're just jumping all over the poltergeist area now, aren't we? That was kind of... <sighs> yeah, he's a different kind of haunting, isn't he? Yeah. And then there's Heyman. I always feel like there's someone watching me. Oh, no, 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 no. His name is Hyman. Hyman. Why did I say Heyman? I don't... It doesn't matter. He's watching. <laughs> He is such a perv. Yeah. There's ooh, yeah, that's that's interesting <laughs> all in its own right there. Anyhow, before we jump in, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at Pure Fan before we jump in, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at PureFandom.com and you can find our full playlist of show recaps and interviews over there and at SoundCloud.com as well. Also be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at JinDev and he's Brad Z B. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. Also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Um, there is a fandom for furries on Facebook. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I haven't uh, looked, but I'm pretty sure it's I, I there. believe that, and I, I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain terms I will not search via Google, just because. And I always hate it when you search something on Google, and you're not typically searching for anything, but you just have this like random array of words together, and then uh -huh. they suggest things for you. Like, oh, no, no, I didn't want to get on that watch list. No. <laughs> well, yeah, my computer somehow put me on a safe watch anyway. Like, I, I would have to bypass certain... It, it did the parental thing on me before I even, even like, set it up myself. Because it knew about you. It, it knew about me. And so I would have to bypass certain things before I look anything up. Not that I know. Not that you know. No, I know nothing whatsoever <laughs> about that. Sesame Street and, you know, Mr. Rogers. That's all I go to. What else is okay. on Facebook? So what else is on Facebook? We're on Facebook a couple of times besides the fairies. Don't look for them. Not fairies. He's furries. Another like thing you shouldn't Google either because you'll find out all sorts of weird things <laughs> as well. Okay, so we have our group Van Helsing. Um, that, that show ended a couple of weeks ago, last month. It was amazing. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I believe it's airing internationally now. Uh, we have a lot of people now in the, the group. So if you are watching Van Helsing or catching up on Van Helsing and you want to talk about it, go to our Van Helsing Pure Fandom group page. And uh, yeah, lots of people over there still talking about things. I think the showrunner is still posting stuff on Twitter. Like he's keeping the magic going and I love it. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So nail the boot. He's very dedicated. Uh, as for uh, their other page that we have, it's just Brad and Court Talk, Pure Fandom Podcast, where we talk about any and everything. Um, a lot of us are very pumped for Black Panther, which comes out in like two weeks, three mm -hmm. weeks. I'm so happy. I have all my tickets because I'm ready to go. I have a T-shirt ready to go. But after watching the uh, premiere the other night, I'm like, do I need to step up a game? Like, did you see like the, the clothes they were wearing for the premiere? No, I did not. They everybody looked amazing. Like they wore, I guess uh, the the dress code was like African royalty or something like that. And everybody looked amazing. Angela Bassett is a gorgeous woman, and like her, the yellow that she had on, it just popped. Loved it. We'll have to check that out. Definitely. Yeah, but I'm not wearing yellow. I have a t-shirt. It's awesome. I'll take a picture when um, the time comes. But yeah, we talk about any and everything. I think I posted something about the Black Lightning because I've been watching that. 
that's been good. And like just little binges I've been doing. I recently binged uh, Freeform's Beyond, the mm-hmm. season one and season two episodes that are on now. That's really good. And I know you're looking forward to Siren, so that should be coming soon too. Yes, nothing like a uh, – if you don't know about Siren, we'll post some stuff about it. But it's basically about a mermaid who is not Ariel at all. Not more at like all. A, more like from the previews we see, like a Jason and a Freddy type thing. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> there's no yes. under the sea. No. Yeah. 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 So if there's anything that you like besides going to purefandom.com, go there. All our girls and guys, they write about everything. They have different podcasts. But if you want to visit our just our Facebook group, Brighton Court Talk, we talk about everything. So just come drop us a line and we'll chat with you. Yep. Do it. Another thing that we chat about is, of course, The Magicians, which is why we're here tonight. You know, new episode. Oh, awesome. yeah, yeah, that episode. Penny. Poor Penny. He just can't catch a break, Kenny. Last no. year, he lost his hands, and this time, uh, he lost a little, little bit more than his hands. Yeah, he, yeah, a little separated from his body. Nothing nothing big there. Nothing, nothing can't be fixed. No, I, I'm okay. Maybe can't. Yeah, well, Alice lost her everything last time and she became a niffin yeah, so well, you you that. can't come back yeah i don't know how okay well what was maybe this about? what was this about tell us about it this episode again was pretty penny centric of course all the other characters were there but this was about penny uh the episode was titled be the penny and i kind of want to put a motivational statement with be the penny i just have to think of it so you think of it during the episode and we'll end it with that okay okay Okay, Uh, so this episode was Be the Penny, Um, and it was, again, it it just showed us what the afterlife was like for our fair Penny, and it wasn't quite what we expected because it it wasn't his soul that was trapped. It was his mind on the astral plane, and basically he spends the entire episode trying to connect with his friends and then realizing um, the place he held in their life. And trying to find that one key, so they found another key this episode. Right the the key of of seeing of, of truth. Which one was it? I don't know. It's key of making you sick when you touch it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So Penny's gone, and Katie's all torn up about the whole entire thing. Yeah, she is. And I mean, we got to talk about this one major part of it too. Mm-hmm. So. She's she's tore up. She's gonna like do an overdose because she's had enough or get some drugs or whatever. So mm-hmm. she, it's how she deals. Yeah, she shoots up, and Julia is awoken by I forgot what his name was, but we see the the sun or the rays of light shining down into him, and mm-hmm. he was being possessed by a god or a goddess or something was guiding her because we've seen this the fact that. You know, she's been given these gifts of magic, but we're not sure who's behind the whole thing. Yeah, um, we've seen in like a past episode that something's trying to communicate with her. Something's trying to push her or guide her to something or maybe like finding magic again. I I don't know. But whatever it was, it was it gave her the tip off she needed so that she could go save her friend. Thank goodness. I love Katie. Well, we also know that their paths are already kind of written in the books that in the library that are hidden somewhere. But so I, yeah, that's the whole thing. I was like, who is this? Is it, is this her lady of uh, perpetual, um, our lady underground? Yeah, that one. Yeah. The one, last one that she dealt with, 
is it another god or goddess that's messing with her? I mean, that's guiding her along. And why is she has been God touched more than anybody else? But why is she, you know, why is she the one? And also, it, it goes back to the fact when she was woken up and told to go, uh, go to Katie and save mm-hmm. her. Did she or did she not see and remember that? Uh, see and remember what? Seeing the 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 person who was standing in front of her, you know, telling her to go to Katie. Yeah. Yeah, but she. No, I think she definitely remembered that because again, remember, like it—it's not the first time that happened. But she didn't say but anything she about know it. why. Yeah, she didn't say anything about it later, which I makes sense because you know somebody possessed told me to go find her. Yeah, but Penny saw it, and I guess maybe he was curious as to what that could have been. Like Penny saw everything this episode. Well, okay, <laughs> we saw that. So Penny saw it, but Penny's in the astral plane, so that's how he saw it. I, I'm just curious how that looked from her point of view. You know. Well, it, it, it still should have looked like the guy who was talking to her. He had the white eyes. So she had to have seen that. Because, again, like when she saw it the last time, what, was it Q who was with her? I believe so. Like, it was the old woman who said, like, um, you're not doing what you need to be doing. <laughs> right, when she was walking down the street and it just got to Yeah, her. yeah. Like, I feel like she, she knows that she remembers, like, what was going on, but she has no basis as to realize what it, what it could have been about. I, yeah, it's it's the, the weirdest it's weird. thing, and it's, it's yeah. really gripping because I was like, okay, we know somebody has a plan for her is basically what it is. Oh yeah, and she just gets has to be nudged in the right way. So somebody has a plan for Katie also because Katie is uh, key to the entire thing, right? Or else we'd let her go away, right? So yeah, Penny sees that Penny's not dead, but everybody in the meeting in the room there thinks that Penny was dead. This is like before Katie goes to overdose. But he's all upset because no one is crying. Well, come on. Like, she, Julia tells Q and he starts laughing. And then he fumbles his last name like totally badly. Yeah. And uh, was it William Penny? And he's like, I don't even know how to say his last name. That was effed up. That was your friend. Um, but I think it was Adiote. Yes. Okay. It, yeah. It was just a mess up. Like you couldn't say that, Q. Oh, he's he's such he so sucks. Um, I was waiting to see if maybe somebody would fall asleep to see if maybe Penny could still use that power, but um, that didn't happen. Well, we kind of well, yeah, he didn't go into dreams or anything like that. So maybe he well, no one went to sleep. So I guess he hadn't had time to try to figure that one out yet. Right, but he he traveled a lot. Like he saw everybody. Oh yeah. So he went to the uh, the other plane and went to one of the library spears or, you know, fountain. Like, I feel like that's where the library was, and it's been abandoned at this point. So there's no more library that was just totally it? No, there's still a library there in their secondary site, but this is where the library was. And they just left some of the books. And how does that feel yeah. to be left in a book? And, you know, your whole life was just, ah, we didn't need to take you. You're good for toilet paper. You're not important. No. And cannibals are eating the librarians. Oh, my God. That's that so was messed, messed up. up. Even more messed up is when Elliot shows up and asks for food, and they give him some, and he starts eating a librarian. Oh, there are rules. If you meet strangers, like, don't just eat whatever meat they give you. We have talked about this, haven't we? We've talked we about this repeatedly. We have talked about this many times. Um, if, you're, if you're anywhere, never eat barbecue at a stranger's place if you especially if you're broke down in the middle if if you're in texas this is a big thing also <laughs> never eat the barbecue or the beef jerky 
just don't do it because it's people, people. I mean, seriously. It is. We know this. It's been proven to us over and over and over again. Also, other key note, if someone's chasing you and you hit them, keep hitting them until you're sure they're not getting up. Just don't hit them once and run away. All right? Just make sure they're not getting up because they'll chase after you. As you're running, they will walk and you will fall and they will catch you and kill you. (laughs) Yes, as every horror movie from our childhood has, has taught yes. us. Don't be that person. Yeah, don't be that person. Don't we will that. mock you yes. if you're that person. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Elliot ate the people, or I mean, ate the librarian. Uh-huh. And we just, I love the fact that this episode, we just had Penny popping all over the place. Yeah. Like, it's the fact that we've had, this is the fourth episode, right? Right. And he's been pretty much outside of everybody else's storyline because he's been sick. So this was his chance to kind of catch up on everything that's been going on. Yeah, exactly. And he pops over to Q, who's trying to convince Alice to join the quest. And she does point out the fact that if they bring magic back, then his dad might get sick again since his dad had magical cancer. Mm-hmm. Which is a point. And Q's just like, no, I got to have it. Screw my dad. That was kind of messed up. Pretty much, it's what he said. It's free between the lines. But he finds out about the uh, the the rabbits from Q because he's like, I got to tell Elliot the rabbits uh, that Penny's dead. And which you know, I love the fact that Penny's like a rabbit, a messenger <laughs> rabbit, because it makes no sense. And Q sends the rabbit over to Fillory when she goes to Margo, and I love the fact that uh, you know Margo gets the rabbit. Penny's dead. Sorry. I love the fact that the rabbits sound like they smoke like 18 packs of cigarettes per day. <laughs> I loved her reaction. She was so sad. This was the this was uh, the reaction he was hoping for that he got from nobody else. She didn't start crying, but uh, she said, man, I thought we'd, oh, I always thought we'd bang at some point. And he was like, me too, girl. Me too, me too girl. It, it was the <laughs> only person who had any reaction to him di- being dead. It was yeah. just, that was like a, everybody else is a sh- in shock. Margot the Destroyer. The only one sad because they didn't get a bang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't mess with her, though. I'm telling you. Oh, no, don't. So now when Julia, I, we forgot to mention it after Julia got woken up to go save uh, Katie, she does healing magic on Katie to bring her back. Yep. Which is far more than the little piddly stuff that she had been doing before. Well, I think maybe that had something to do with um, her being pushed. Like it's that emotional thing where you lock in on whatever your gift is. So was that was that God inspired magic or God given magic? Uh, whatever, like her God touched status means. Like there's some kind of magic in her. She just hasn't learned how to tap into it. I don't think. And, it's and not- I think that's whatever the um, the white eyes like mm-hmm. have been trying to push her towards. Like so- she's supposed to be doing something, but she's not. She's not figuring it out. So more or less, the magic she had inside of her was brought to the surface because she had a reason to use it. Everything else exactly. has been like parlor tricks. This was life or death, and she had to force it, kind of like you know, uh, the people who get that rush of adrenaline and can like lift cars off of people and stuff. Exactly, like that. exactly. Uh, and like before, like she had been, she'd been consciously trying to do it. Like in this, in this case, like she was just doing like CPR on on Katie mm-hmm. or like trying like, trying to get her back. And then like we saw her like with her hands, like her hands were doing a thing, and I don't think she meant or she was trying to do anything except for the CPR. 
and it like falls it back, falls back. Does she know that she did it? Because Penny was we were watching from Penny's viewpoint. Yeah. So does she know that she used the magic or not? Pro- probably not. And it was just something that happened, which is actually falls back into what Q was talking about later on when they went to uh, What's-Her-Name's house with Dean Fogg. And he was talking about how he sucked at magic tricks, but he was just casting a, a translocation spells as he was doing it without even knowing. Yeah. And I was kind of wondering, was this what Katie, uh, what Julia did too? She cast a spell and she didn't even know she did it. Yeah, I believe so. So that's a neat little idea there. I'm just, I just kind of went with that. But this is the point where we get. It's like remnants of magic still remains. Like even, um, like the house, the Beauty and the Beast house. Right. Like it's like battery power that's slowly dying. And yeah, they had the battery power of magic that was left over that they had been building up. So Mayakoski wasn't the only one who planned for this. Other people had planned for it also, because as I mentioned, there were uh, magic blackouts before. Mm Mm-hmm. So this has happened previously, which makes you wonder why did the magic blackouts happen? Was that couldn't have been, what would have been uh, umber and ember? Uh, or maybe not them. It could have been on a larger scale. Like they were just two two minor gods who like to mess around with fillery, but it could have been you know others. Like we we saw uh, our my god of wine, Bacchus, right. And so there are like there are plenty of gods, minor gods, like hanging around. So somebody could have just mess, been messing around with things. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, Penny uh, finds a new friend, Hyman Cooper. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a reaper at first because he was just hanging around. No, he was and a- I thought he was waiting for uh, Katie to die. He was going to collect her. He wasn't a reaper. He was a creeper. <laughs> he was a definite creeper. And I love Penny's reaction to his name. Like, uh, did that mean the same thing as it means now when you were born? <laughs> <laughs> yep, his name is just Hyman. Yeah, and he's from the 1920s. Yes, uh, and he is the perfect ghost. He was also a traveler like Penny. And like Penny, he was outside of his body uh, and he got stuck. So, But apparently somebody hid his body. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of... Apparently he was not a nice person. Well, people didn't like him that much because... Makes you wonder where his body is. Because he traveled to be a perv. Right. So he's on the end. How do people know that when he's on the astral plane? I don't know. Oh, no. Uh, He is probably saying something. No, his personality. Yeah. So he was from 1920, so he's been dead for almost 100 years. And Penny's the one who had to explain to him that he's uh, the explanation of a ghost versus their minds on the astral plane. Yeah. Because, you know, he's dealt with ghosts before. I kind of like Hyman's breakdown of everybody, of uh-huh. you know who he was shipping, and you know Alice is okay. She's kind of a Mrs. Grundy. Uh huh. I just about lost it at that moment in time. <laughs> uh, Brad, for the audience, Mrs. Grundy. Uh, that's from Riverdale. People, watch <laughs> it. Uh, now, now, there's two versions of Miss Grundy too. So there's a comic version, and then there's a CW version. I think he meant the comic version. Yeah, because the CW version, she's uh, going out with underage children. Oh, maybe he did mean the uh, CW version. It could be. I don't know. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. Anyhow, that was on CW. Anyhow. um, Be the penny, which is that whole 
you know, he figured out how Hyman had figured out how to take over objects. He can't take over anything with a brain because it doesn't work well. But he forced Penny into, you know, becoming a Penny. So yeah, Penny was the Penny, and then he's going to try and be the bunny so they can talk, which <laughs> makes sense. After, well, because the whole thing with using Margot's uh, Margolem, mm-hmm. that didn't work out very well. <laughs> yeah, like somehow I just thought he'd get in there and he'd be able to talk, but he did sound like that vengeful spirit that the dude was talking about. Uh, yeah, and Q wasted no time just beating the holy crap out of him. But this does lead back to something. Well, no, we can't do it. Um, I'll come back to that later. The whole Hal Penny's coming back thing. Everybody, they talk to the dean and they go see Lance Morrison, who's a ghost boy that Penny is talking to, trying to find the other key because Dean Fogg is like, you know, there's a whole other place that's been buried because of evil, vengeful ghost spirits. Of course. And oh, Lance there first starts talking to Penny and I love the fact that they were, uh, you know, they show up and he's trying to tell him what his name is and... Lance is like, that's not a pen. That's not in a real name. To Penny, you know, nineteen twenty. Penny is not a real name of a person. It is. Well, not to Pen- Lance. like Penelope. Yeah, but Penny. No, I'm just saying. I got a kick out of that. And then it gets- I mean, every time they say it, this episode, I think I see a Penny pick it up. Well, he turned into a Penny to get picked <laughs> up, and it didn't work. <laughs> Not what being a penny was going to do for him, but, you know, it was a learning curve. Uh, Lance gets stuck in a ghost loop and his father comes out, which is not good. Where Penny starts fighting that ghost, but can't get him to say his name either. And so they get the key. Elliot conjured his dad. What did you think of that one? Oh, that was so messed up. That was so, 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 so messed up. So he conjures his dad while he's trying to um, conjure with the shadow bat. Right. To take down the cannibals because they figured out now that the cannibal they're cannibals and they get the library. <laughs> yes, and well, his dad is not the nicest person apparently, but I don't think it was his dad. Like I think it was just a version of his dad, right? And it was very interesting. Like he was very derisive of, of Elliot's choice of clothing. <sighs> yeah, he was very mean. I did not like him. Yeah, no, no, not at all. You can see why you wouldn't want to hang around him. Yes. Back at the other house, they are trying to get the funding, I guess, kept in for break bills. And that was like a subplot that they were going with because she was on the board. Uh, Julia wanders around to find the key. And you did you notice when she did the spell to find the key, she actually found it and she picked it up and there were fairies in the background. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they like, were Don't gone. Say Don't say anything. Yeah. What? Like, I was wondering why, like, they were hanging around. I know early in the episode, Frey had been talking about the key. Like, she, she was like, well, what's its key about? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But why are the fairies on this plane? Why? I don't know. I think they're getting suspicious. And so they're, maybe they're watching the, the entire group. And I think, because remember, with the fairies, um, like, not everybody can see them. Only Margot and whoever they allow to see them can see them. Right. So maybe they exist on that astral plane and they maybe just, they just go all over the place as, as they see fit possibly but are they paying attention to the keys that they're getting and you know they know where everything is that could be it too possibly or maybe those fairies were just hanging around um like the enchanted home 
and the fact attached that to that key for some reason. And the fact that there's no magic means the fairies can do what they want because if there's magic, then they can be fought. Right. Okay. Interesting. I I just I saw that and I was like, hold on, let me back up a little bit. Hey, look, fairies. <laughs> now they get down with that and. There was this whole talk about, you know, the person from the library shows up and wants to bring in a corpse eater because Penny's soul did not report to the library because he was, you know, that's his whole signing of the contract saying that he would work for them for like ever and a day. Mm-hmm. So his soul didn't show up and they wanted to bring a corpse eater in so they could kind of pull his Force soul issue. back <laughs> before he becomes a vengeful spirit. Apparently there's a timeline on that area. And there's this whole thing between Alice and Katie on what they should do. You know, send them to the underworld or not. And Penny does not want to go to the underworld because then if the corpse eater comes in, then he's totally screwed. Right. He'll be stuck in the underworld as the librarian for eternity. But if his corpse is destroyed, he's stuck in the astral plane with Hyman. Yeah. I mean, at least until they can figure out something else. Right. That's better than being stuck with the librarians. Well, this is true. I mean, there's always a way around things. Um, yeah. But it does also suck because, yeah, you'd be stuck with Hyman and you've been trying for the past six days and nothing's worked. But he's like really adverse to the idea of being stuck in the underworld. Right. Well, you don't want to. Then he can't. Then he definitely cannot see Katie at all. Yeah. But he can bowl. He can bowl so much. Yeah. I think it'd be working a lot. <laughs> but before Alice can go get the corpse eater, Penny becomes the candle, knocks the candle over, and burns his body. So that's out of the option. And now he's you now he's stuck on the astral plane, which is cool because we still have him around. And at the very end of it, you know, when Elliot gets the truth key, he sees Penny. So we're good. We know Penny's alive. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, one, the fact that Elliot was just like, Hey, what's up, Elliot? Yeah. <laughs> like after the entire episode, he's been trying to get people to notice him like throughout and he's just, he's given up. He's just sitting around and there's Elliot. Yeah. You can see me. Oh, Hey dude. Wait. <laughs> uh, Dean Fogg shows up at the, uh, house there. He's been hitting the bottle early cause brick bills is now up for sale. Yeah. It's the house that they're in, no one knows who owns it. So they're good. Yeah. Next thing you know, Elliot comes bashing through the front door because the key that they just used brought them through uh-huh. into this world. And, of course, he wants a sparkling water. I mean, of course. Like, he's been stuck in Fillory I know. forever. Yeah, no sparkling water. No, it's been hard. <laughs> so this is a big thing for Q and everyone else because here's Elliot with his wife and his grown-up daughter which is a lot to take in in one shot. But he you know, goes on to explain how they were being chased by cannibals and their only egress was the fact that he created his father. Elliot sends his father against the cannibals. There's a lot of screaming, a lot of death. Nothing went good that way. And that's how they escaped from all that and ended up where they're at now. This That whole moment there where the truth key hurts and Elliot's like, oh, I'm fine with it. Give it to me. And he sees Penny was just, I love that ending. You could see me and done. <laughs> I mean, you can't complain with that. It's 
leads up so much for next week's episode because now we know Penny's alive. Everybody's going to be ecstatic, except no one can see him without holding the truth key. What do you think is going to happen? Um, I think that Penny is going to figure out a way to uh, full-on Swayze, like that little power that he figured out with the thing with the candle. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so he's going to be able to be more active. But yeah, everybody has the key at this point too, so they can at least see him. Yeah. So I'm hoping he goes to see Katie so they can make up. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm still here, girl. Yep. It'll be interesting. I am so looking forward to it. I love the fact that Penny's back in. I liked how they just kind of got him up to speed on everything going down. Exactly. Because he had been like stuck now in he's the back library. in the game with all the quests. Yeah. He's not tied to the library at the moment because he's just not there. And he can travel more, so maybe they won't have to keep using the rabbits. Which also leads to believe, uh, is he out of his contract with the library? If I believe so. Like, his soul can't fulfill the contract. Yeah. They can't make his um, astral self do it. They right. don't even know he's there. Right. He's stuck there. So, hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of questions on that one, on how it will go down. Yes, it is. I'm looking forward to finding out more about that in the next week's episode. <laughs> Yeah, is it wrong that I hope we see more of um, Reaper, Hyman, Cooper? <laughs> I'm sure he'll be around. It's, it's you know, one of those things. Kind of like Josh was around and he just kind of got stuck into it. I love that he admires Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's that. Well, we'll be back next week with more on that. But if you haven't already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the awesome stuff going on over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Right, and also be sure to check out uh, the weekly recaps from our girl Meg Bonnie. Like she does recaps for the magicians as well. Definitely, written. definitely, and Riverdale also, which is you oh. know, Miss Grundy. Yes, she does it for uh, Riverdale as well, yeah. and that show has been nuts recently. We'll have to talk about it soon. Yes, we will. All right, so that's all I got. Um, until next time. Oh, until next time, guys, figure out some motivational speech that involves penny. Like, I just keep thinking, if you see a penny, pick it up. Not be the penny, like, you know, Caddyshack? Be 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 the the penny that you want to be in the world. No. Be the penny that you want to see in the world? No. I don't know. Okay, just pick up the penny when you walk by. It's good. Be the penny. Live the penny. Love the penny. There it is. All right. (laughs) That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.